From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. Uh, we just had a little fandango with Fred Jashevsky all about money. Very good. He's a smart guy. And uh, we hope that, you know, the little things that we do uh, um, on the money situation, geopolitics, we don't do a great deal, but is enough to help keep your head above water uh, during this time when there are lots of changes going on uh, in the world of finance and geopolitics. And, you know, for the most part, I think they're all um, just, uh, you know, part of the, the Maya matrix that really are not going to affect us very much, that we're going to be called upon to, you know, get creative. And uh, and I, I just know, um, I just know I know that we have the wherewithal and the support through spirit. Um, if I can wax spiritually, philosophically, and have the information that will come in and the guidance and the support that uh, whatever you know goes on politically, geopolitically, and financially in the next few years, it looks like it's big stuff, um, that we're going to be fine. And I say that not just as a, you know, um, positive thinking or anything, just knowing that, um, that as spiritual beings in these bodies, um, when we're doing everything we can uh, to do good stuff, to help people when they ask for it, to, you know, earn, is, earn a living, not, you know, not sit around and wait for Uncle Charlie to die or, or whatever that um, and we love God and we trust God we don't fear God that things happen good things happen because that's just the way the system has been set up um, that's the way it works here on this earth plane and we may feel like we're we're out here alone sometimes and but we're not um, as long as we're you know um, treating people right, doing the right thing, um, you know, not not hating on people, not dissing people, and not in fear. How uh, whatever happens to us or with us, nothing happens to us. We create it all. Um, then um, it'll be fine. We might it might get a little comfortable or something. Who knows what we're gonna have to do to to thrive, but um, we're going to be fine. And I really believe that. I know that to be true, even more than believe it. I know it. So that's our message to kick off a little segment. Well, I don't know what we're going to do this morning, but we'll, we'll, we'll do some emails and uh, look at the news and play around a little bit, as long as uh, we just had one show scheduled for today. So... Um, Got a little time, extra time here to play around. Play around. Play around a little bit. So our phone number, if you would like to chat it up about something, is 888 663 6386 and email 
is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Um, there, there's quite a, uh, a lot of uh, arguments out there uh, in the, the paleo, in the carnivore, and keto world um, that when you get when you get the right food, which we believe is a, a meat and fat, organ meats, eggs, fish, milk, you know, animal foods, that uh, you can get to the point where you where you just do one meal a day. Um, Hunter gatherers, of which we we did for about two million years or so, um, we pretty much just ate until we were full, and then we'd hang around and under a tree until we got hungry again. And, and if you eat a, if you eat enough time, if you eat enough at one time, you don't get hungry. And generally, you can go about twenty four hours. I've not been, I'm not doing that yet. It'd be kind of fun. I think it, there's a lot of real benefits. Um, uh, it's one meal a day kind of an idea. They call it OMAD. And um, gets rid of a lot of cravings for carbs, um, sustained energy where you're not digesting. You're just kind of living living on the, on the lamb, on the fat, on the fat of the land. That's an interesting saying. That's where that comes from. Living on the fat of the land. Because we live on fat. We live on fat. Um, it's been shown to increase fertility issues. We get stronger. We get more fertile, myrtle, uh, clearer skin, digestion, better recovery after exercise, inflammation, a lot of uh, improved cognition. And but that's with the right food. I don't think you could do that on, you know, carb, vegetable, carb, and potatoes and stuff like that. Um, I know you, you know, I couldn't do it. Uh, your blood sugar just gets too, you know, too, too wobbly. So you eat a, a carbohydrate, rice, or potato, whatever. Potato is actually probably one of the best foods if you're not going to have meat. It really is. It's a great protein, especially with globs of butter. I think Adam eats it every night for dinner, and he does well on it. And if you're going to eat other than meat, I think potato is one of the good ones. Everything that we've learned. And um, Zoe Harkham, who's a who's a really good re- a nutritionist, she was on the air yesterday. We had three shows yesterday. And um, she, said, she said that, and she really made a good argument about potatoes, especially um, when you put butter on them. Uh, pretty much good food, I think. Um, didn't the Irish or something that kind of lived on potatoes for, I don't know. Um, you know, it has some downfalls being a nightshade and some people can't do well with nightshades, but um, um, but Somebody sent me a, a video of this French chef and uh, 
how the coolest way ever to cook a steak, right? So that's pretty much why I eat a steak. Um, or ground beef or eggs and all that. And it was really interesting. Um, you can get yourself a nice thick ribeye steak, you know, to Safeway or Giant or something. Most of the meat at the grocery store is grass-fed and grain-finished. Um, grass-fed, grass-finished, probably a little better choice, but I don't know, and I'm just making this up. I think you could you could eat grass-fed, grain-finished beef and and um, and live just as long and be just as healthy as if you spent your whole life eating grass-fed, grain, grass-fed, I think. Uh, energetically, I can't feel any difference. And uh, But even now, today, the, uh, the, grain, the grass-fed, grain-finished beef, you know, at your giant food store, Safeway or H-E-B or um, Albertsons or Kroger's, wherever yeah, you might go, or, or even the Whole Foods or um, other hippie food stores that have um, just regular meat, not grass-finished. Um, it's it's not a lot cheaper to buy those. I mean, they're, you know, meat is really, really quite expensive. But I um, I wanted to really see what a ribeye tasted like from the butcher shop at DHEB. I see them all the time, and um, and it's like eighteen bucks a pound. I know it's crazy, and they used to be twelve or something. So inflation of the the money supply. So I I, I said okay, why well, I just really want to see what this tastes like. So it was about this thick, and it was about a pound. And I generally eat maybe six ounces, seven ounces per meal, and eat two meals. So, so I got a hot pan, and you get that pan really hot. And you can go on YouTube and just put in there the best way to cook a steak, and you'll see all kinds of really fun guys. And they, they pretty much all do it a very similar way because evidently this is the way to get the best tasting steak. So I put on this one chef video in my dining room and I get all my stuff ready. I say, I want to I do this. I watch the video through. And you get the pan really hot. And the first thing you do, you take the steak out and let it sit for about 10 or 15 minutes. Some people say longer and you get it to room temperature, and that way it cooks more evenly. So you can leave it out half an hour if you want. I put my steaks in a in the fridge on a rack and just put them in there uh, with no wrapping or something, and you can do that for uh, two or three days, or a week, up to a week, and they age, dry age it in the fridge, and they taste better, more digestible, so I, I do that. I don't put them a week, but a couple days. So I took this puppy out, and you get the, a cast iron pan or heavy, heavy pan, you know, stainless, you know, heavy pan. Um, and you get it really hot. And then you can put some ghee on it. Some people use avocado oil in the pan. It's a really um, high burn point oil. Um, olive oil, you don't want to do that because it'll, it really smokes. Smoke point is way low, lower than what you want. I've never used avocado oil, but I suspect it'd be a pretty good one um, to use. But I just use ghee, which is clarified butter, and then you put it on the on the steak and a little bit in the pan, and you go and put that puppy on 
one side for just one or two minutes and then you flip it over one or two minutes and then you flip it over again one or two minutes now this is a big thick stick you flip it over again and you do that for a bit a while till you kind of and then you can put a little thermometer in there and see where the inside temperature is and depending on what you want anywhere from well done to super rare which I like pretty much raw you can gauge uh, what the thing what's happening inside there and these are really inexpensive little thermometers just put them in there and halfway in and so I, I did about 110, which is pretty rare. Um, and then you can keep flipping it, and um, you can get this really wonderful crust on the on the outside of the of the steak. But you're not overcooking the steak. You can keep that that 110 in there for a long time when you're flipping it like that. Which that was a little trick I saw from this French chef. So then what you do? This is fun. This is where it gets fun. Then you take a big glob of butter, put that in the pan. And that melts pretty easily. And if you keep it moving, it won't burn. And then I put in a sprig of uh, thyme, a couple sprigs, some shallots, you know, shallots, and then some garlic. Put that in there. And now you start getting a big spoon and start basting the steak as it's cooking. And you flip it over, and you baste it, and you baste it. And you keep going. And look at the temperature so you don't get it uh, undercooked more what you want or overcooked. And you can figure it out just by, you know, looking at these videos. They kind of tell you the temps, but, uh, you know, a medium rare is, I think it's about one, medium rare is about 115, 120 uh, internal temperature. And um, I'm not sure when you really know it's done, I even figure, except when the crust is really what you want. So then you just turn it off and you keep basting it. Just don't don't ever stop basting it. Turn it over. Keep basting it, and then uh, set that puppy on a on a wooden on your chopping block, and just let it rest for about ten minutes. And that that helps the juices to retain in the steak. They they go back into the steak rather than coming out. That's cool. That's a little trick I learned from this French chef. That's cool. So the uh, the juices come in to the steak. Ten minutes. So, um, I generally put butter on, on a steak when I eat it like that, but with all this butter I had, I, it didn't feel like I really needed to, um, but I put a little extra on there being a, an Italian Scorpio. So this was about a pound, a little over a pound. So I cut into this guy and OMG, wow. It was so tender and just cooked Perfectly, I really got lucky at this 110. You know, real rare, which is how I like it. But the taste, probably the best tasting steak I've ever had. It's just a ribeye from, you know, the Kroger or wherever. And it was so easy to chew. Um, I mean, it was like butter. It was crazy. And I ate the, almost the whole thing, and I just eat until I get full, right? I don't push it. And you know, you get satiated and go, okay, I've had enough. And there was about, oh, maybe an ounce, maybe two left. And I 
share that with Doodle in her next meal, meal my little dog here. And uh, she liked that boy. And I really felt great after eating that. Um, just felt terrific. Uh, not weighed it down, not that I was digesting an issue or anything like that, just really good. Got a lot of work done, worked on a screenplay. And the, the interesting thing was is I was hardly even, since I ate a whole pound, I was barely, barely hungry f- around dinner time. You know, this was, I think, two, I ate fairly later on. I think it was two or three o'clock. So if you eat at that time, you probably don't need to do dinner. And um, I think later on, I just had some warmed up goat's milk and, and that kind of got me through. And that's what a lot of these carnivore people do is they, they'll do something at two or three o'clock and then eat as much as you can, steak and fat. And then um, this had a lot of fat on it. And then work to where you're just going until the next t- 24 hours. So you're going an entire 24 hours without eating and without losing energy and without your blood sugar dropping. Now, you, it's difficult to do this when you're eating carbohydrates because carbohydrates affect blood sugar and then the insulin comes in and tries to get the blood sugar down and then it goes back and forth and it's a mess. And that's why when you eat carbohydrates, you have to eat more often because your blood sugar uh, gets wonky. But with um, a salad blood sugar you're just burning fat you're just burning fat and the protein in the meat is going into your muscles very little waste matter it's going right into your blood into your a steak is about 70% water so you can build muscles like this and then the fat keeps you going now I've been eating extra Beef tallow, I was going to bring it up, I didn't. Beef tallow, um, uh, it's grass-fed and organic. You can get, I got it on Amazon. And I've been just doing two, three teaspoons of those throughout the day just to, just to keep my little brain happy. I don't know if I have to, but I like it because um, I've been pooping one or two times a day, which is a lot for a carnivore. So I'm doing... Lots of fat. And it's just the fat that's coming out. Any of the fat that you don't need. Um, so the poops are nice, soft and fluffy and they float and very easy. Um, so if you're going to do an uh, experiment with a carnivore thing uh, and you're having problems pooping and um, the stools are too hard and have a hard time coming out, just eat more fat. Butter, um, cream, if you like. If you do good with dairy or ghee, um, you can do coconut oil. I think tallow is a, a better choice, uh, much better, more nutrition in tallow than coconut oil, but coconut oil works. Um, and then eggs and stuff like that. So, um, so I, yesterday I did a, a ribeye, it was kind of a hamburger thing rather than a steak. And this morning I was like really hungry. So that was a difference. And of course, I only ate about six, six, seven ounces yesterday as opposed to 
you know, a whole pound the day before. So I guess that's why I got hungry. So then I just got some coconut milk and then a um, bunch of colostrum. Hmm. Then I put some blueberries in there. It's probably the only fruit, and I'm just doing a little bit of blueberries every now and then, maybe once a week. It's the only fruit I'm eating. Just some fresh blueberries and uh, some bee pollen. So that's what I've been sipping on since early this morning. It's a really nice um, nice uh, combination of organic coconut milk you can get at the, at the Kroger or the Hippie Food Store. And then colostrum. Uh, it's a great, great product. Did you ever try it? Come on. Really? Daniel will tell you about it. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm going to be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum too. And it really is fun. And uh, that's at any survival link on oneradionetwork.com, and you'll see uh, colostrum. He's got about four different flavors now, which is totally cool. Totally cool. Four flavors: the original chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and yeah, yeah. I just do like the vanilla. It's got a little, and no sugar in there, so you don't need to do any sugar at all. If you've not tried our Pearl Sim, um, this is this is a product that we recommend if you would like to get calcium actually in your bloodstream that will go into your bones and not into your arteries. Um, I, I may be incorrect. For a long time I've been saying that uh, I was told by people I trusted that when you use calcium pills, that that can can clog up your arteries. But I've had other people who opinions I trusted say, no, that's not true, that it works. But I would rather do something from a living source, like 
uh, Pearl Seam, because it's from Pearl, and I think it's pretty proven, proven that things from a once living source are better, right? The Max Planck Institute uh, did, did a lot of work on that idea, which is why, you know, herbs and real foods that are turned into supplementations is better for you because it, it was living at one point. Like coral calcium was a big deal. There were, there were some issues with that back in the day. It, I remember it was a real fad. And they said, well, coral's living, and so that's why. Um, maybe so. But this is pearl, and mostly, well, I would say half calcium, and then there's all kinds of other minerals. Now, you can take this puppy internally. They come in capsules. One radio network you'll see in capsules. And then also this green container that you see. It comes with a little spoon, and this is what you put, you wet your toothbrush, and put that puppy on there, and then brush your teeth. And your teeth get really pearly, pearly white, and just really very pleasant a way to brush your teeth. It's the only thing I've used for years. And uh, my teeth look great. They feel great, feel strong, uh, shiny, kind of pearly, not not the white um, from a bleach thing, which is different. That's not the best choice because uh, you don't want to do that, put those chemicals on your teeth. A lot of people do that, but we don't recommend that. So anyway, Pearl Sim and capsules for internally are the, are the powder to brush your teeth on one RadioNetwork.com. From one of my favorite places, Shen Blossom. This is something that I do off and on when I can afford it. Previously with Brandon Amalani of Shen Blossom talking about our very special ginseng. And you don't want something that's been corrupted coming into your body. Like the ginseng is a super important example of that. You know, when you're using aggressive alcohols and solvents, it has a it has a strange effect with um, ginseng in the sense that when you're not only over processing it but putting it in really aggressive alcohols, what's going to happen is that you're going to flip the chemistry on some of the uh, androgenic. Naturally, it's androgenic. It's going to basically protect the telomeres and and add life to the body and and protect the genetic replication of the cells. But it's also going to boost the androgens and boost the the male hormones in the body. But if you incubate it in a really aggressive alcohol, it flips those to become estrogenic. Now, estrogens, phytoestrogens are not necessarily bad in balance, but you really don't want that with your ginseng, especially if you're getting like a really high quality, a really old root, something that's very special. You want to like treat it with care and make sure it's delivering what ginseng has to offer. Just a short clip from Brandon talking about the way they do the ginseng, just to give you a better idea of where this company is coming from, the quality and the ethics. Brandon, and the Shen Blossom link on OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are live here, and it is around noonish. It's around noonish on the uh, 2nd of November. Um, just to recap, if you're new here, five months ago, almost to the day, well, five months ago, I just uh, flipped watched a video of uh, uh, Sally K. Norton. She was talking about oxalates and how they're, uh, they can damage your body because all plants put out chemicals. One of them is oxalates. And um, it's true, and it, it, it's proven. 
Now, whether or not it damages your body, I don't know. It's up to you to decide that. I don't want to, I would never put that on you. Say, well, you're eating good. No, I don't do that. But it's up to you to research it if you're interested. But I was struck me as, well, very, you know, interesting. And I'd never really heard about plants producing chemicals that um, keep other animals from eating them, which makes sense, right? I mean, you know, oh, that's what they do. All plants put out all kinds of chemicals in the plants. In the plants. They do. And they do it genetically and evolutionary-wise so they can survive. Nuts do the same thing um, because they want to have babies and that's how they make babies is make nuts. They don't want the babies aborted by somebody eating them. So they do that. And that's and everything does it. Grains... Grains have lectins in there, and they have a lot of things that are just not the most easily digestible for humans. It's just the way it is, you know. I'm just don't shoot me the messenger. And all this food that we're eating today, vegetables and grains and everything, it's not been around very long, ten thousand years or so. And in the whole scheme of things, that's just a blip on the radar. Uh, humans have been eating meat and fat um, solely for couple million years. So we're, we're kind of genetically designed to do that, which is why so many people who do, as I've done, get onto a, a more meat-based diet, um, do well on it. Most people. I've never heard of anybody who didn't, but I'm sure. Can't be for everybody. Nothing is. Uh, I'm in no way suggesting that if you keep your regular diet that you're going to get sick and die. You, you, you'll do fine. I I'm, you know, I don't want to convince you of anything. All I can do is is convey to you what I'm seeing in myself and the um, the research that I continue to see that comes into me from people around the world. They're seeing these videos. Say, hey, have you seen this? Um, uh, carbs are very addictive, and that's why uh, you know you see these kids eating go to McDonald's and pizza. And um, they have to have more, and they have to have more in three or four hours. Their blood sugar gets, it's just the way it is with carbohydrates. It's been proven over and over. Uh, they, they are inflammatory. They cause inflammation, and inflammation is one of the big, the big issues um, for human health. Inflammation. Carbs inflame the arteries with the insulin and the sugar, that they produced, and then the liver's got to deal with it, and um, then you have diabetes. Diabetes is rampant in our country. I think, um, I don't know, I saw a number one time. I don't recall the number, but it's huge. It's just huge. And that's reported diabetes. Reported. And that's all from carbs. Carbs. Carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. So, Something to look at if you're interested. We have lots of uh, videos on um, um, bit shoot with different carnivore people. Lots of bit videos. And uh, all the audios on our website uh, on One Radio Network. And um, so explore it if it's something that uh, say, well, you know, I might try something different. I could, maybe I don't know how good I feel. 
you know, and I I found that um, was a very interesting thing that when we're just eating the same foods all the time, and, they, and people say, "Well, I feel fine," you know, I do good, and but we don't really know how much energy and focus and mojo and motivation we can have if we don't experiment a little bit. Uh, Dr. Chafee, who we had on yesterday, early on in Australia, it's, um, you can do uh, drchafee.com. Um, also, what, um, I think I can find his, that, um, that website, if you want to get in on it. Where am I here? Oh, I don't see it here now. Anyway, it should be on our show page of the audio that's up on our front page. And you can do a 30-day carnivore thing with him and uh, his partner, and they're doing weekly talks, and you can, you know, ask questions and, you know, uh, email and stuff like that, so you have a lot of support. So that might be a fun thing to do. Uh, Let's see if I can actually find... um, show page from yesterday and give you that email address. Not email address, but the the um, the website address. Okay, where is it? Yeah, I'm sure we have it in the, in the show page. Yeah, here you go. Good job, Lynn. It's uh, uh, howtocarnivore.com howtocarnivore.com and then you can get in on the 30-day deal they're just starting. Might be fun. Wanna? Plus, you know, if, if you choose to do it just for fun, uh, it's not part of my official coaching thing that I do called Patrick in Your Pocket, but no worries. Um, you can just email me if you got some questions. I'm getting pretty... Um, up on these things because I, I, you know, I watch some videos and experiment and read some articles. So I'm, so if you start doing more of the animal thing and you want a little support, uh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Just email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. Be happy to give you some ideas so you have a little, little support. Just a little support. It's good to have a little support, isn't it? I've just had this um, lingering cough, writes somebody. Um, My daughter went to the urgent care for a really bad cough. Turns out it was a mild pneumonia. Been almost a month and still coughing. Well, she's coughing because she's trying to get rid 
of yuck stuff in her lungs and pneumonia is the lungs are trying to heal from the damages that could have been perpetrated by anything, chemicals, um, fear, grief, worry. Um, the lungs get damaged. And this all in my opinion. I don't do medical advice. The body is trying to heal the lungs. And um, that's what's called pneumonia. And then the stuff, the waste products have to come out so people cough and they go to the hospital and uh, they say, you've got pneumonia, we give you an antibiotic and the pneumonia stops, the pneumonia stops, the healing, so it just makes it worse. So, I don't know, again, no medical advice, you do what you need to do, talk to your doctor, I can't take responsibility for you, but for me or my daughter, I would just have her drink lots of water, maybe some bone broth, um, bone broth would be really good, I uh, wouldn't do any dairy, um, and cough away, and don't do the antibiotics, and the lungs will heal. Again, just I'm not saying you do this. I'm sure there, I'm sure there are cases when people have done antibiotics that there was so, it was so deep into it that without the antibiotics they could have died. So, you know, can be careful with that stuff, but again, just know that, uh, you know, you're, you're stopping the um, healing process when you do antibiotics, and it's going to come back. And all people that I've ever known that have done the antibiotic thing for pneumonia, they, they, it, it sprouts up every three, four, five, five months. Just does. You know what I mean? Um, do you think it's okay to give my 17 and 14... Oh, oh they're, they're living a long time. Ivermectin and how much... Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, the jury's out for me and, and parasites in general... We spoke with uh, Dr. Cowan about it on Monday, and uh, he's of the, uh, the opinion, and I'm beginning to go more and more this way. According to Dr. Cowan, you can listen to the podcast on One Radio Network that he believes, his research and his understanding, is that parasites are there for a reason, just like viruses are in our body for a reason. Viruses eat up dead material. We don't catch them. We don't share them. Bacteria the same way. They're there for a reason. So are parasites. Parasites can actually eat up chemicals that get into the cells. Arsenic or lead. So I'm not sure about killing these guys ever, ever again. I know we, we like to do that. Um, um, because we think we're doing something and we humans we, we feel better when we think we're fixing something because we think we have to fix it and maybe not 
I mean, you know, have we done that well? Really staying out of the doctor's office or even the naturopath's office over the last 50 years by trying to fix things? I don't think so. I know people go to a naturopathic doctor regularly and they still got stuff. So what's that about? A lot of natural doctors, they don't... I don't think they really understand the body um, as it is, as we do, we believe, um, that they still try to kill stuff and balance stuff and give bioidentical hormones. and It's just as messy as the modern medical system, only just a little bit cleaner. So our goal here is to help you understand how the body works spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and take you to another level of allowing stuff to heal on your own, uh, a la Jennifer Daniels and Cowan and other people um, and, um, and Adam, without taking a bunch of stuff. Because the body will. It will. It will. So, I don't know. We had dogs that lived a very long time when we were kids, 15, 20 years. Beagles lived 20 years. Fed them, t- fed them table scraps and no vaccines and no parasite stuff. So, it's big business. All this stuff. They scare people, you know. Heartworms. All these different puppy diseases, your puppy will die. and I think it's all crap. Rabies, there's no rabies virus. That's all made up too. It's just about money and control, folks. Sorry. Money control, money control. Sure, animals can get sick like a bat or something because they eat bad food or they're getting EMF'd and they get sick and and they say, oh, he's rabbit. You know, they don't know. Have they ever found a rabies virus and isolated it like a COVID virus? No. No. Nope. No. All made up. Do you know but can you imagine the amount of money spent on rabies vaccines a year in this country? Then they want you to get them every three years just like the kids. It's the same scam. Same scam. These are very dangerous, these vaccines, all of them. And the reason why dogs get go through these itching phase after you give them three or four puppy vaccines. They're screwing things up. Um, 
Hi, Patrick. I followed your show and also you, Martin Armstrong. I just listened to your latest Armstrong. He said, what's happening is no surprise to me. And while it's comforting to know that there are some out there who are not asleep, I think the majority most definitely are, it's hard to read with these lights, and need to wake up and, and soon. My main focus has always been 9-11 and has been since day one. And just like Martin Armstrong, I'm certain it's all connected, of course. Question, why am I sending you this email? I don't know. Tell me. To me, the truth is, is the most beautiful thing. All the nonsense I hear every day, I've never heard any of the genuine effort to solve the crime of 9-11 and bring those responsible to the light of day. What's most compelling as to why this is, and there's no, no one ever stepping forward to question, that's not true. I don't know where you're getting this. There are architects and engineers against 9-11. They've been around for 20 years. Huge organization. Huge. And they've been doing everything they can to bring out this travesty. So uh, you got to start paying attention before you make these kind of statements there. Lots of people. Lots of Americans know. Oh, you're in Canada. You don't know. Okay, Canada. Lots of people in this country. But um, in my opinion, these are the people that did it. The people that are in control and remain in control today and were in control of George Bush and Dick Cheney and that whole crowd and have controlled all government since, including Donald Trump. Thank you very much. Um, they just do. <laughs> they just do. You don't get in there. Now, Trump, you know, he he went on a limb before he got elected and uh, started to talk about, because he's from New York, and about how fishy 9-11 was. But he, he, after he got in, he didn't talk about that any longer. He wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't make it out of there alive. These people are, you know, these are the boys. These are the uh, Illuminati. Uh, well, not Illuminati, but these are the bankers, the military-industrial complex. These are, um, you know, IMF, the World Bank, the UN, um, the globalists, you know, the Teslas, the Zuckerbergs, the Bezos of the world, globalists, um, people that control all the media. They control everything, except you and me. We're just playing in their playground for now. Um, but they're never going to come out and say, well, you know, I know that we just made that up and George Bush was in on the deal. They're not going to do that. It's never going to happen. You know what I mean? Uh, they can control the courts. I mean, look at, look at what's going on with, uh, I know this is all um, matrix stuff, but it's, I guess it's kind of interesting to talk about it with the button. 
the Hunter Biden laptop and the FBI and this January. The whole thing is scammed up. They're, they're running the show. And they may put in a lot of conservatives in next week, as many people are hoping, and the whole thing is going to change. I don't I don't think you get into any of these high spots unless you sell your soul to the devil. I just don't think you do. I, I know, it's unfortunate, but what are you going to do? Secret handshakes. You know, Trump is still out there saying what a great thing these vaccines are. Really? Does he have the internet? Has he gone on to see how many millions of people are dying? Getting blood clots, dynamic myocardial infarction, all the time, every day. Cancers now, and he's still out there saying um, these are great. And I did the warp speed. He was paid to do the warp speed, in my opinion. And he's a traitor, and he's a murderer. Ooh, wow! Did I say that? And if he doesn't know it, he's too stupid to be president. And if he does know it, well, then he's too corrupt to be president. And there's 100 million people out there that think he's a second coming and they'll vote for him in 2024. And I liked him years ago, 2015, when he was running. Yeah, we were, Andrew Goss and I, we talked about him. No, I was, I was fooled too. But not anymore. Patrick, you invite this warmonger. <laughs> See the emails again? This warmonger, Martin Armstrong, Putin lover, on your program, and you failed miserably to interview him. I thought he did a very good job in interviewing him. You asked him not one single hard question, really. You gave this unpatriotic individual free reign without even once ever questioning to him about his bizarre pro-Russian propaganda. Why did you not ask him to support, why he supports Russia who invaded Ukraine? He talked about it. You didn't listen. Eh? He talked exactly uh, why he believed and why many people who are critical thinkers believe that Putin went into Russia. We know it. The only people that don't know it are you who watch the news and think Putin's the devil and you've got your own propaganda, so leave me alone. You are a weak and unpatriotic individual who got used by Armstrong and you mindlessly enabled Armstrong to push his anti-U.S. and pro-Russia propaganda. Yeah, well... Leave me alone. Go watch TV. Putin's probably one of the one of the best uh, dictators going. He's a dictator, and he's he's ruthless, and he throws he, he throws uh, journalists in jail who talk against him, just like they do here, and you know. But, you know, 
I think he's the cleanest dirty shirt going right now. Uh, what's your opinion on buying real estate right now? Interest rate six six point seven five percent. Yeah, um, boy, just I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert on real estate at all, but just big picture, um, I think we know uh, pretty much that interest rates are going to mm-hmm. continue to go up. Uh, Fred and I talked about it this morning on the uh, Real World of Money show, Secret World of Money. I don't even know what we call it now, but. The screenplay is the real world of money. Um, so we know that interest rates will continue to go up. How far? The Fed didn't think they were going to go to 15% like they did during the 70s. Remember with this stagflation. Yeah, I mean, mortgage rates were 15%, I think 16%. Gold topped out at 850. Mortgage rates went to 16%. Can you imagine getting a 30-year mortgage at 16% interest? What the interest, what the payments would be. So if they keep going up, uh, you know, the housing market is going to continue to crater as it's doing now. I mean, if you see a piece of land you like, you really like it, um, you know, and you can afford the payments at six point five percent. Get a thirty year, get a forty year if they'll give it to you. Um, go for it because it's not going to be lower interest rates anytime soon, it's going to probably run up to where it ever is going to go, 10 or 12, I guess it'd go 15, and then take a long time to come back down. Uh, that's just what it does. What goes up comes down. And, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, that's the best I can do for you. I'm just not, uh, you know, it's just real important to really see whatever price you're, you're going to pay today is, is relative to the market. But a good real estate person will help you with that. You can get comps and they can see what what has sold in the area within 50 miles or whatever. But uh, prices are real high right now because interest rates are low and uh, people are buying. But um, prices are starting to drop. So you'd have to weigh how much this piece of land that you can look at is going to drop as opposed to how much, you know, the interest rates and do the math are raised. And it might just even itself out. So it's always a, everything's a risk, right? Yeah, baby. Everything's a risk. Life is a chancy thing. Um, hmm. I fry the liver in clarified butter with turmeric and curry leaf powder with a few raw fried eggs. Hmm. Eat that with goji berries soaked in butter. Take that with T-U-D-C-A. I wonder what that is. And liposome, lipospheric vitamin C. Have to taste the liver well done or it's gross. Okay. Respect, love, and gratitude, upping vibration to the good energy. Thank you for helping and sharing amazing energy 
to you and to the flow. Up the Freedom Alliance, Godspeed, power of love, at your service together we are one. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I love that one. Who's not accountable? The sheeple are now catching on, waking up to corrupted officials, crimes against humanity, no one accountable, freedom to be unlimited possibilities for well-being and success. Hmm. Pretty cool. Thanks. That was good. I mean, if you look out in the matrix and see see the stuff like coming up, and uh, um, who did we talk to about that? Oh, I think it was uh, Paul uh, Paul Lando yesterday. That was a really fun show about this uh, great awakening. You know what's what's happening now? People are waking up to everything, and that's the way it is with healing. Say we have this. Um, you know, thing in our stomach or whatever, little lump. And it's got to come out, right? It's just got to come out pimples and rashes and psoriasis. And it's got to come to the top and then it leaves. And this is the way with all this spooky stuff coming out, this pedophilia, you know, the Hollywood corruption, um, military-industrial complex, and NATO. And NATO's getting unveiled as being, you know, just a bunch of uh, globalist neocons that want to take over Russia because they got a Russian thing going on. Um, I mean, everything. Everything. The vaccines. uh, The medical model. um, The voter fraud. It's all coming up to the top. And so, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of you are, are really kind of miffed and put out that there aren't a lot of people going to jail because we'd like to see them go to jail. But they will someday. And if they don't go this lifetime, you know, they'll, it's all karmic. Everything they've done this lifetime, God will deal with them next lifetime. Don't have to worry about it. Revenge is, it's just a waste of time. But yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of people get their just desserts, if that's what, interesting to you. Fauci, uh, the Republicans get in, they're going to do a whole... Um, deep dive into Fauci, I think headed up by Rand Paul. Um, so there'll be some fun stuff going on. And if you kind of get your cookies on seeing people go to jail, well, you might get your cookies cookied. Frankly, I don't. I don't want to see anybody go to jail, but, you know, I don't put, I just don't let them be, you know, do my thing. Um, hmm. Imagine what we must be doing to ourselves by thinking that aging is degenerative. So I like what you do on the aging stuff, Patrick. Yes, we see animals age, but we're not like animals, even though we are animals. That's right. We have a consciousness that we can control the body. And we do control the body. Yes, sir. We're not like them, though. Maybe uh, aging is another scam we've been led to believe. It is a scam. Uh, genetically, DNA, well, that's all made up. Listen to Cohen's show yesterday, it's all made up. Um, 
we are we are not hardwired or genetically programmed to age. We just aren't. It's all been made up. And we've gone for lifetimes doing 70, 80, 90 years, I don't know how many lifetimes, just because we believed it. And now, every time you watch a movie or read a book, I mean, people get old and they die. Does that mean it's right? No, they, they believe they got to get old and die, and we're all going to die. And You know, we all age a little bit. We all age because uh, there's wear and tear on the body just being here, no matter how clear you get, but it's great. Um, the important thing is who I am and who you are internally, not how we look, but internally and what we can do, what we can exercise. Um, can we do our life? Can we do our dreams? Can we have a business? Can we mm, be productive? Can we still have babies? Can we still practice having babies? Can we, um, whatever. I'm the sixth week into a, um, um, resistance training program. I've never done this kind of stuff this long ever in my whole life. And I'm, you know, I've had this body uh, next week, 76 years, whatever years are. I don't even believe in years anymore. I can't even say the term. What is a year? You know, that's what's weird. Think about it. There's no years in the body. So I don't even know what to say. I used to say revolutions around the sun, but now that I know we don't revolve around the sun, I don't even have anywhere to say it. Oh, I, I guess we've been saying it now. I have 70, 75 Christmases under my belt. That's the way. We've celebrated Christmas 75 times. Okay, that's better, because there's no time involved in that. We just had the Christmas experience for 75 times. And I came in November, so... It won't be 76 times for Christmas until December. So this person's right. That's the difference between animals. Once we learn that whatever our state of consciousness is controls everything in our reality, which is our body, Mr. Dr. Londo and I talked about it a lot yesterday. Watch the video or watch the, the uh, listen to the audio. We are running the show. And it's why we get sick and why we don't get sick. Why we age and why we don't age. Can we go backwards? I don't know. Be fun. <laughs> why not? I don't know. doesn't matter. We're going to be here as long as we need to, and there'll be a time when Big G and I will cut together and say, what do you think? And I think it's always going to be our choice, frankly. Just my opinion. Somebody commented on Professor Bart K. You heard that show. Yes, very confused. My God, what is happening with people? First, the shape of the earth, proof enough that it is not flat, and now good foods are dangerous. There's no proof that it's not flat. 
and lots of foods are not good, but you believe they're good, and they are dangerous, like carbs and vegetables. So, you know, you can say that, and it sounds great, but is this a belief, or do you have, like, proof? Do you have any proof that we're spinning around the sun on a round ball? Show me a picture. That's my fave. Show me a picture. I don't care. Okay, you you got Hubble, and you got this new one. They they don't exist, really. You have uh, the space station, and it's just in low Earth orbit, no gravity. That's what's been proven. They got to have them on harnesses. And you tell me, and you have all these alleged satellites that you can't have one, one picture, one. This globe floating in space, surrounded by space, that isn't a computer. Show me one and I'll shut up. They don't have it. But what they do have is Twitter and Google and Facebook, Google especially, and now DuckDuckGo, and they're algorithms, so if you put in Flat Earth, they'll give you 200 videos produced and probably supported by NASA, pay people to do these to prove that the Earth is round. And you got to look pretty hard. Now, why is that? Shut up. Use your... Why is that? Why do they care? So that leads me to this whole Musk thing, which is kind of fun. As long as we're in the Matrix, we might as well stay there and get muddier. But, you know, sometimes talking about the Matrix is fun because it's just whatever, right? Where was I going? I was looking for something. Oh, well. So... So Elon Musk, who's a real, he's a real handful. I'm not sure what he's about yet. I think we're going to find out. He purchases Twitter for $44 billion. Jack Dorsey, who I think was, did he start Twitter? The guy with the beard? He has a billion dollars of um, Twitter stock and he comes out a few days ago and say that he's not selling. He's going to save Elon a billion because if he was going to sell, Elon would have to buy it. That's part of the price. So I guess Elon's only paying 43. So Jack Dorsey says, I'm not going to sell. So that's interesting. Good information if you want to buy Twitter stock. Uh, on the belief that maybe it's going to really boom with Musk at the helm. Possibly. Could be. So, obviously, Jack Dorsey knows the model. He knows the revenue potential. He's been right in the game. And he and he and Musk are pretty good friends, and I guess they got together, and Musk convinced him that he's going to make this thing go so leave your money in there and save me a billion. Not bad conversation over dinner. And and 
yeah, you know, billion, what do you think? Okay. So now Elon's out there <clears throat> firing everybody, firing everybody, and he's saying he's going to open the whole thing up. Anything. As long as it's not, you know, I don't know, threatening somebody's life or something. So we'll see. We'll see. I am I am skeptical. Skeptical optical that that's going to happen, but could. Maybe he just, maybe he's a faux globalist and a globalist that's going rogue. But he doesn't shoot rockets up in the air to put satellites, so he lies about that. So he got to lie about anything, right? Those rockets don't go anywhere. But he still shoots them up just to just to keep the game going. So he lies about satellites. Satellites aren't circling the Earth because you can't do that. Can't circle the Earth. They were just up in um, balloons. Um, I don't know. So when you lie that bigly, is that a word, bigly? If you lie that big, I don't know. I mean, that'd be like your significant other, you know, I don't know, that's a bad analogy. Here's somebody's 42 brain fogginess for many years. Not sure what that means. I kind of know, I guess. Combination with a constant runny nose. I'm not sick. Very seldom I'm sick. I just can't figure it out. Could it be my diet? My environment? I don't believe it's depression. I just don't, if that helps. This fellow No, I don't know. You've always inspired me to come to do my own research. I today I ordered some Andreas black cumin seed oil. Anything you recommend in diet supplements that may help. Yeah, I don't want I don't know what you're eating. Don't I don't know. But um if you're eating carbohydrates Rice, potatoes, you know, stuff. Quinoa, I'm all the carbohydrates that people do. Um, that'll make you get foggy just because your blood sugar. And I, you know, I would just experiment with cutting down on the carbs. You know, look at keto, paleo, car- carnivore, and start cutting down the carbs and see if things don't um, don't. Um, Get clearer. I have to say, since me, I'm just eating um, meat and eggs and fish, goat's milk, butter, tallow, you know, meat, hamburger. I mentioned that. 
so clear in writing and you can just write for hours and don't get tired uh, no brain fog not even close to being a brain fog so you know I can just go by what I experience you know I already live on animal products. I mostly always have. Wow. I raise my own beef and fish my own fish. Well, good for you. I'm looking forward to not needing to force myself into a three-poop day situation, but it's really, really, but it is really, really, it's helping now. Bible reading Christian will note that Jesus does not disagree with. Just ended the email. Okay. So I'm now on board with two to three poops a day, but you only need to do two or three poops a day if you're eating fiber, which are vegetables and carbohydrates. We talked with Zoe Harkum yesterday. There's no doubt that the more fiber people eat, the more stomach problems they have. Proven. Big studies. And not just studies where people do surveys. Double-blind, placebo-controlled things. Fiber is indigestible. That's why you have to poop two or three times a day. Stop eating fiber, and you can do one a day. You know what I mean? Jelly bean? That's the only reason. I love Jennifer Daniels, and she's a great poop person, but she's she's on a different diet. She eats a lot of meat, but she also eats plenty of carbs. And when you eat carbs, you've got to poop and vegetables. you got to poop two or three times a day, otherwise you don't feel good. Two, maybe. Because it's got to come out. And then people get bloated, and then you get constipated, and you just eat meat and fat and eggs and fish, and you just let all the poop thing go. It just comes out when it comes out. Don't worry about it. And you don't feel anything down there. That's what's crazy. So, you know how you can mostly feel if, you know, if you're not pooping a lot or... Even after you eat pizza, pasta, or whatever, you can feel it in your stomach, right? It's just kind of... Like, think about Thanksgiving and divide it by two. That's because it's just hanging out there and it's indigestible stuff. Meat and fat's all digestible. It runs through. I know. Completely opposite to what we've been told most of our lives. Oh, something. Oh, that's okay. Okay, we'll do a few more. You know, I really think there's something to, while I'm looking for this, 
the intermittent fasting thing would be fun too, but not even have to consider eating for 24 hours. Think of all the work you get done, huh? Wow. I know. That to me is pretty interesting. Uh, you've talked about uh, that the China study was all survey based, it was, and um, talked about past show. I do not know um, where we talked about it. I have no way of knowing that. But people who know about this stuff said it was just a, it was a survey thing where they, people wrote what they ate for the last year. It was all kind of made up to promote vegetarianism. I started out eating just egg and chicken. Hmm. Right away my gut instinct was that the meat and eggs were foods that I need. Now I eat a little bit of everything and feel great. One of the major issues faced during my vegan days was severe migraines, nausea, and vomiting. Wow. So I hope those are gone. We're doing a thing before we go here called Patrick in Your Pocket. If I can help you, I really enjoy doing it. It's like um, just real fun for me. You know, I, I've kind of learned over all these years of looking at health and stuff and spiritual things that what people really want is somebody that just listens to them and doesn't try to convince them of anything and and I'm willing to do that with you for an hour. It's a low cost. And then one-time cost. And then we have, uh, I'm able to do unlimited email support till the end of time, even after I leave this show. You'll still be on the list. And, um, and we can talk about and look at ways to help you move forward in any way whatsoever. Um, spiritual stuff, one of my specialties, um, give you, help you get some exercise to learn, become more aware of who you are as a spiritual being and help you, regardless of what religion you're in, to move forward. Uh, of course, dietary things we can work on, but, and I won't try to, I'm not going to try to sell you on a carnivore diet. I'll just uh, help you in any way I can to, um, to get the best diet, you know, depending on what you want to eat, what you want to eat. But we'll do things like uh, procrastination, worry, relationships. It's one of my best ones, relationships. Do you know that every, I'm not bragging, but it's the truth, that every, um, every relationship I've ever had with the, with the women over the years, there's been a few, I don't know, dating or 
one year or three years. I, um, to this day, I'm best friends with, still friends with, we still communicate, um, which is, that's the way to do it, relationships. And you can develop relationships like that, even if you're in one now that's a little rocky road. It's a great, it's a great uh, ice cream flavor, Rocky Road. I can help you. So if you'd like to do it, just email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll set up a, a one-hour Zoomy video, and then I'll send you the audio, so you have that to refer to, and then unlimited, unlimited email support. Anything you want at all I want to talk about. Stuff going on with your kids, or... Um, I don't, whatever. Just, just to think about it as one of your best friends who's not going to criticize you or not going to tell you you're doing something wrong and will just be there for you to bounce things off and maybe help you to get to the right spot. There's not a lot of people that do that. I don't know of anybody that do that. Most of your friends will listen to you about for five minutes and then tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> doctors, they don't, they don't listen to you. Even you know, natural people, you know, they'll try to sell you some supplements to make everything better. So that's the service I'm offering called Patrick in Your Pocket. Put that in the subject line when you email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. Boom. Okay, we take Thursdays off because we can. I'm very fortunate. And it's um, Farmer's Market Day, Wednesday. We'll go do that, see what they have for us. And um, we'll see you Friday. Lots to talk about. Check out our BitChute channel. It's on the front page of One Radio Network. We have uh, the videos up there and then all the audios on the front page. Everything, no cost. The way we support ourselves is when you buy some of our products and people also donate some money to us and we seem to keep going. So we just keep going. So thanks for your support. I love you all very much. Um, thank you. And uh, may the blessings be. I gotta do this, but... Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.